Thanks, Rob, very much. Right, well, we're going to begin with a little game about making uh, choices. So in a moment, there's going to be some pictures on the screen. And if you would choose the picture on the left, you need to stand up. And if you would choose the picture on the right, you need to sit down. Okay? So here is here's the first. You don't have very long to choose lunch. Are you going to choose McDonald's or Burger King? So if you're going to choose McDonald's, stand up. If you're going to choose Burger King, stay seated. Very good. It's about 50. Well, yeah, about 50-50. Okay, next one. Uh, you need to travel to Burger King or McDonald's, and basically both will take the same amount of time. Would you choose to get on the bus, or would you choose to go on the tube? So if you choose to go on the bus, stand up. If you choose to go on the tube, sit down. Oh, definitely more people to go on the bus. Interesting. Next one, uh, you wake up in the morning after having had a big Burger King or McDonald's, and you've got a really bad headache. Are you going to choose ibuprofen or paracetamol? Ibuprofen, uh, ibuprofen, stand up. Paracetamol, sit down. Definitely more paracetamols. Definitely. Uh, now, after the paracetamol is gone, it's time to choose your breakfast. Um, Cocoa Pops, stand up. Oh, Steve was very quick then. Uh, Weetabix, sit down. And last of all, it's time to book next summer's holiday. And uh, money is no limit. So it's either a really, really fancy beach holiday in the Caribbean or it's a, a five-star luxury city break. Stand up if you're going to the beach. Sit down if you're going to... You can't do both. <laughs> Fantastic. Brilliant. Well, some decisions in life... Uh, matter. Some decisions, some choices in life don't matter so much. Psalm 1 is all about a choice that really, really matters. It's about two different ways we can travel through life. And uh, I'm going to call them the path to prosperity and the road to ruin. The path to prosperity and the road to ruin. Which choice are we going to make. But before we get into the psalm, we need to understand the very first word, the word blessed. What does that word mean? Let me give you three suggestions about what it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean that kind of warm, fuzzy feeling inside when you say to yourself, I just feel so blessed. It doesn't mean when you look at somebody, usually under the age of about seven, and you say, they're so cute, Ah, oh, bless. It doesn't mean that. And it doesn't mean that life is going absolutely swimmingly just how you want it to go. It doesn't mean any of those three things. The word blessed in the psalm here is more as if someone is looking on your life from the outside and they are saying, they've got it right. They're going the right way. They're living life as it's meant to be lived. It's the same word that Jesus uses at the beginning of the most famous sermon of all time, the Sermon on the Mount, when he says, he looks at his disciples and he says, blessed are you. And then he gives them a whole bunch of different things. It's that same word. Jesus is looking at them saying, you have made the right decision. You've chosen to follow me. You're living life the right way. So when we come to Psalm 1, it's that idea of blessed in our minds. This is a psalm for people who are following Jesus, who've made the right choice in life. And if we're not yet following Jesus, then this psalm shows us why it is the right choice in life. The path to prosperity. 
But it begins with three big no-entry signs. Let's have a look at those. Psalm 1, verse 1. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. Now, um, Connor's going to come up to the front, and uh, so is uh, Sam. And uh, Linda, I'm really sorry, I didn't give you advance notice, but would you mind coming up as well, just, uh, just quickly? And children, I need some volunteers as well. I need some volunteers to go for a walk with sinners. Who wants to go for a walk with a sinner? Come on, up you come. Brilliant. So Connor, here's, Connor is the sinners. So Connor's going to come and stand here. Who's coming for a walk with the sinners? Brilliant. Come. Who wants to stand in the stand in the way that sinners take. Who wants to stand up here with Linda? Someone's going to come and stand with Linda. If we don't get many more volunteers, we're going to have to split you guys up. So Linda is going to stand in the... And then who wants to have a, sit, a seat over there with, with the mockers? Who wants to go and sit down with the mockers? Brilliant. So Sam, go and sit down over there. These are the mockers over there. Connor, go for a walk. Who's going for a walk with, um, with the sinners? And who's going to stand? Brilliant. Um, Olivia, come and stand with the wicked. You're going to stand with the wicked. <laughs> Brilliant. Now, what are those people? What do they represent? So, Connor, come back now. Now that you've gone for a walk with, with Haley, and I want you to, to tell us in the most wicked sounding voice what the wicked in this psalm represent. You're the, you're the top one, you're the top speech bubble. I'll decide what's right and wrong. Listen to me. I'll decide what's right and wrong. Listen to me. That's what the wicked in this psalm represent. Brilliant. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the sinners. What about the wicked? I won't love God or other people. Behave like me. I, I've got those the wrong way around. So the wicked should have gone for the walk and the sinners should have been standing still. Never mind. The, the, the speech bubbles are right. So the... Um, the sinners say, I won't love God and other people. They're not going to pay attention to God's law. That's the people who've just gone for a walk. And the people who are standing still... I'm getting so confused. I'm getting so confused. I really need some help. So imagine that Linda went for a walk. And Connor is the wicked. Is that right? Let's just go with the mockers. Let's just go with the mockers. You can figure it out. What do the mockers think? Ha, ha, ha. I won't change, even if God tells me to. Belong Brilliant. with me. Brilliant. That didn't go very well. Everyone go and sit down. <laughs> Everyone go and sit down, and I'm going to rescue it. <laughs> okay. So the wicked in the psalm, they are the people who decide for themselves, I'm going to decide what is right and wrong. And they are giving you advice and they're saying, just listen to me, let's decide what's right and wrong for ourselves. The sinners are the people who say, I'm not interested in God's law, I'm going to love people how I want to love people, I'm not going to pay attention to what God says, and I'm, going to, I'm not even going to bother loving God at all. And the mockers say, I'm not going to change. I'm proud and stubborn. And even if God told me how to live, I wouldn't listen to him. And the people on the path to prosperity, 
They don't walk with those people or stand with those people or sit with those people. And so we need to ask ourselves some questions when we're on, if, if we're thinking, I want to walk on the path to prosperity. Whose advice do I listen to? Do I listen to the advice of the wicked? Do I listen to the advice of people who say for themselves, I'm going to decide what's right or wrong, maybe with my friends, maybe um, when I'm at work or at school, maybe when I read stuff on the phone or watch things on the TV. Whose advice do I listen to? Whose actions do I copy? So do I behave like people who don't love God, just so that I can fit in? Do I copy behavior at work or at school or in my family or stuff I see on the TV or watch on YouTube? Do I copy behavior that I know is not right, but I do it anyway? And whose attitude do I adopt? So am I in danger of becoming someone who is proud and stubborn and won't listen to anybody else and won't listen to God and won't say sorry? Whose attitude do I adopt? So the path to prosperity begins with those three no-entry signs, and then, it, and then it shows us a go-this-way sign, a one-way sign. This is the way to go. Look at verse 2. Blessed is the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on it day and night. So who is the person who's blessed? The person who is blessed is the person who loves the Bible. Why do they love the Bible? Because it is full of God's advice about what is right and wrong, about what God says. It's full of God's law. It tells us how to love God and how to love other people. And it's full of God's promises about what God has done, about how I can belong to his family and be in his kingdom. Blessed is the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. So how can we make sure we're on the path to prosperity? Here are a few little ideas. We can read the Bible by ourselves. We can try to do that every day, even just a little bit, if we don't have a lot of time. If we haven't started doing that yet, it's a good time to start, beginning of a new school term, beginning of a new academic year. Good time to start, just a little bit each day to read the Bible ourselves. Or number two, we read the Bible with our family and friends. If we're parents, we're trying to help our children to grow up reading the Bible a little bit each day. Or we come to church, we're thinking, I'm going to sing and I'm going to meet people, I'm going to have coffee and I'm going to hear the Bible and I want to come and I want to listen to it. And then when I go home, I want to be thinking about what I've heard. And then number four, we think hard when we hear other voices. So when we look at something on our phone or we watch YouTube or we watch a movie or we read the newspaper, we're thinking, what does God's word say about this? What is God's truth here? So we are delighting in the law of the Lord, meditating on his law day and night. Well, what will we become if we do things like that. The psalm says, verse 3, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water. So I've got a couple of pictures of trees near water on the screen, and I wonder if you could tell me, children, some of the things that are similar between those two pictures and some of the things that are different. So who wants to tell me some of the things that are similar or different? Haley at the back, yeah. They both are healthy, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant, they are leaning in towards the water. Excellent, yeah. 
Well, what about some differences? Yeah. One's a fairy tale picture. Okay, yeah, so this is, the, this is just an artist picture, yeah. And what's that one by? What, what sort of water is that one by? It's by a stream. Just like, it looks as if it could have just landed there and then it's grown up. Yeah. They've both got fruits. Fantastic. That's really important. And the one at the bottom reminds me of some trees in my aunt and uncle's garden when we were on holiday in Spain. They had an orchard. And in that orchard and in their garden, they have these irrigation pipes to keep the trees watered. And uh, the irrigation system wasn't working. And so they said to me, because they were going away, they said, oh, could you water the plants every other day or something like that? So I tried to remember. And I, I tried to water the irrigation, the, the, the trees, because the irrigation plants, the pipes weren't working. Um, but God's word isn't like that. God's word never dries up. God's word is like that stream or that irrigation pipe alongside these trees to help them grow and be fruitful. And if we delight in God's word, if we meditate upon it and think about it each day, then we're like that tree that is planted by the stream or planted uh, by that irrigation pipe. And so what does that tree do? It yields its fruit in season and its leaf does not wither. What does that mean? Well, it means it's fruitful. So it achieves things in life. And it means, if I can invent a word, it is foliageful. It's got leaves on it, which are the things that the tree needs to produce fruit. So it keeps going, even if it's tough. It's fruitful and it's foliageful because it is next to the life-giving water of God's word. What does the fruit look like? Here are three ideas. This is one maybe everyone is thinking of, Galatians 5. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So the fruit of living God's way. Or here's another one. Jesus said, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruits, fruit that will last. And I think Jesus there is talking about new believers. So the fruit of us sharing our faith with people and seeing other people come to faith. Uh, here's another one. doesn't have the word fruit in it, but the idea of fruit is there. Um, the writer to the Hebrews says, No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest, a fruit of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. What does that mean? There's the fruit of living God's way, even if life is hard, even if life is really hard, living God's way um, and sticking with him. And so look at the tree again, verse 3. We're still there in verse 3. Whatever they do, prospers. Whatever they do, prospers. What does that mean? It doesn't mean that everything is really, really easy for someone who follows Jesus. Remember we started saying blessed doesn't mean that everything is really, really easy. It means that we're going God's way, not our way. And it's what he thinks that counts. If we love the Bible, if we let the Bible shape our lives and make us fruitful, then we are like one of those trees. Even if we don't feel like it. Even if other people don't think that we're being fruitful or that we're making a big mistake. We are on the path to prosperity. Now, I know that many people here have already chosen to walk along that path. And the psalm is saying to us, keep doing it. 
Because we keep on hearing the sinners and the wicked and the mockers, and we keep hearing them saying, go that way instead. The psalm says, don't go that way. Keep going this way. And if we're not on it, well, the rest of the psalm shows us what the other road looks like. The road to ruin. The road to ruin. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. So here's a picture on the screen. You can see these two men. They've got their, it's harvest time, and they've just been... They've got their big pile of wheat, and they're throwing it up into the air. And uh, when they do that, the, um, or the heavy grain that you use to make bread, it all falls to the ground, and all the rubbish from the chopped-up bits of plants from, will just disappear. So if you've ever been, out to the, if you've been in the countryside at all over this last month, maybe watching people harvest, it's all the, the, you see all the dust in the air when the combine harvester is going along. Now, we don't have any wheat and chaff, but we do have a church full of dust. So I brought a duster, and I know that there's a lot of dust over here. So if I just dust along here, it gives you an idea of what chaff is like. So here's my duster full of dust, and if I shake it out, what's going to happen? Just, it's just gone. It just vanishes into thin air, because that's what dust is like. That's what chaff is like. And God says that is what the wicked are like as well. The people who don't go God's way, the people who say, I'm not going to listen to God, even if he speaks to me, even if he corrects me. The Bible says, just like, it's just gone forever. We started off, didn't we, with a game about making choices. And we divided ourselves up into a bunch of different groups. Well, the psalm finishes by saying that one day there will be a division between those different groups. You see verse 5 and 6. The wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. But the, for the Lord watches over the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. See, it really mat- doesn't really matter if you choose McDonald's or Burger King, but it really matters if you choose the path of prosperity or the road to ruin. So which path have we already chosen? Which path are we going to choose today? Do we want to be people who Jesus says, blessed are you? Whatever's going on in your life, blessed are you because you've chosen to follow me and we get to live with him one day forever. Or do we want to be people who, who don't hear those words from Jesus? Which path are we going to choose? Shall we pray? Lord Jesus, we thank you for speaking to us through your word. And we thank you for this beautiful picture of being like a tree planted by streams of water, yielding fruit in season. And we pray that we would be a church full of people like that. And we pray that you'd help us to keep on walking down that path for we ask it in your name. Amen. Um, there, is, there will be on the refreshments table at the back just something I did. It's six days of Bible meditation. It's, um, the psalm is on the left, and then down the right-hand side, there's just a few questions from um, the psalm, just one verse each. Why don't you pick one up, have a try at doing it this week, because we don't just want to be people who come and hear it on a, on a Sunday. We want to be people who go away and think about it during the week. So these will be on the refreshments at the back, and why not pick one up and have a go?